You're now vibing with Mr. and Mrs. H. Zumba. What's up, y'all? It's QB. Man, listen. We're living in a world nowadays where, you know, me and QB, we ain't got no kids of our own, but, you know, I raised a couple of kids here, though. Especially, you know, my niece. Shout out to Dez, you know. I always say she's my friend, baby. You know, on another, on another episode, I had said before, uh, you know, when she was younger, you know, it was complete respect for me. But nowadays, we done got to the point where, you know, we can talk and we can be relaxed with each other. But some of these children, they just feel like they can completely disrespect their they parents. And the, the children, the child I'm talking about, a boosted dog now. Hey, in Boots household, I don't know what's really going on. You gotta specify which daughter. The one that, like the people get confused like I was. The one that raised here, the one that talking shit because he took Not the gay one, baby. No, nah, not the gay the one. That's what everybody think about us. That's the one we see in my bed. I don't know her name. No. Um, not the one that we know about or hear about. Oh, no, nah, we talking about another one. And Bootsy took the car from him. Because she left Atlanta and he, she raising hell saying that he ain't shit, fuck her, blah, say, blah, say, blah. I don't think that shit right. Um, kids, if you're listening, hell, adults, if you're listening, don't disrespect your parents. Hell, they, you know, ain't the best parent and they don't do right by you and they ain't never did right by you. You know, just don't talk to them and all, you know. But don't, especially, don't go on social media trying to bash your parents. At the end of the day, that's still your parent. If they die today, your ass gonna be sitting up here crying. Oh, I wish I wouldn't have did that. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have did it. You're gonna be looking crazy. And it's like Boosie said, you know, hey, you, it, it's, her, it's her mama. She done got that. Her mama done got that brainwashed her. And she trying to got that do this shit so she can go to code. And if your mama was real good to you, why the fuck you want to stand with your mama? Why you stand with Boots? You know, I just feel like that's bullshit. She should have. She, if she had any complaints, any, any, you know, uh, grudges. I ain't going to say grudges, but if she had any. What's the word I'm looking for, babe? If it was something she ain't talk to her daddy, if she had any plights with Boots about anything, she should have went to him personally instead of going to social media. Because at the end of the day, you ain't did nothing make this shit worse on you. Because you tried to embarrass Boots, and you might have did it. But at the end of the day, Boosie fan base is his fan base, and they're going to rock him regardless. So she shouldn't have did that shit. She should have just, you know, like I said, hollered at him first. Like, hey, look, nigga, it's fucked up that you took my car. Let's just say, you know what I'm saying? Let's say that she really did go help my mom because her mom was sick. And he took the car. So he had probably told me, don't take that goddamn car outside of Atlanta or whatever the case may be. I don't really know, but he told her something and she didn't do what the fuck he said. So she got mad, he got mad and he took the car. But at the end of the day, if the car ain't his name, shit, he can do what the fuck he want to do. It might technically be her car. She might have keys to it, but if it's under his name and she the one that paying the taxes and, and, and the insurance on it, he can do what the fuck he want to do with it. How old is she? 
That's why she's so cool. Okay, well, that's the first thing. It's obvious that she's young, but I'm just going to read what she said, and then I'm going to give my feedback because it's, it's a lot of different things, and there's a lot of different ways that you can look at this. Um, So she said, who gives their daughter a car? Take it back. On top of that, give her a color she don't even like because you're not father enough to remember the little shit about your own daughter. Nigga took the car back just because I left from Atlanta to help my mom, who damn near lost her life in a car wreck. But that's y'all favorite rapper, though. I can really run it how he a bitch. Nigga don't want me to air it out, and that's not my daddy. He don't deserve the title. Every time I try to give this nigga the benefit of the doubt or give him a chance to be a dad, he F it up. So, yeah, that's no longer my father, dad, dad, daddy, all that shit dead. Nigga's supposed to be a father, but never had a father to be one, so I guess I understand, but still don't cry on social media or to people like you the father of the year, because you're not. It's niggas with no money and a better father than you. So, when I read that, well, it was on um, Instagram, so it was different uh, slides on her story or whatever, but um, <laughs> when I first read it, I didn't think 17. I thought more along the age 15, 16, but she had a car and driving, so you probably at 17, um, 16 minimum. But it, it gives off childish little girl vibes. I'm throwing a temper tantrum because I'm not getting my way or I'm not getting what I want and I'm a spoiled brat and I'm not used to being told no. I'm not used to basically not getting my way. That's what they gave off because the first thing if I remember correctly from what I've seen, your daddy got you a Mercedes Benz. I'm a Mercedes. Yep. First of all, that's not a 16, 17-year-old average person car. So be humble. Because the where your daddy came from, like you tried to take a shot at him about, you know, not having a father, but I'm gonna get to that in a minute. But the way your daddy grew up, his lifestyle, trust and believe his his daddy wasn't getting him no Mercedes Benz. Yeah, no. At the end of the day, that wasn't happening. And you complaining about a color? It's ungrateful. You wanna have to go painted. Yeah, I've seen that. But either way, you're complaining about a color, no thank you, because you didn't have to pay for this. You didn't have to buy this. You don't know what it's like to actually have to grind or, or work, and you're showing that you don't, because... I guarantee you that damn paint job was 10 times cheaper than the actual car. Exactly, and my thing is, you're showing that, you know, you're a slow brat. But at the end of the day, if you really was... Getting it on your grown woman stuff like you're trying to act like you are, but you really are just acting your age or acting like a child. Um, you just wouldn't be bothering you, like you wouldn't be throwing a temper tantrum, like you said. She would just call her daddy up, or you know, talk to her daddy whenever she went back home. Um, and been like, Look, dad, um, I think that's messed up. I understand you told me not to leave Atlanta, but this was an emergency. This was my mama we talking about. I don't care how you feel about her, but that's my mama at the end of the day. So I took that risk. And you got yeah. And tell them, nigga, if it was grandmama, you would have did the same. Exactly. Like, that's all it is. But that's, a, that's something these, these rich kids doing. I don't know why they feel like that's going to get them somewhere. She followed behind 50 Cent's son. And, like, come on, man. 
And you see how look, and you see what he was complaining about with that five hundred a week. Yeah, like y'all, y'all are really tripping. Like, this, okay, your your parents or your dad or whoever they are in, they're celebrities. Use that. Instead of being ashamed about it, oh, don't call me Boosie Daughter, this, that, and the third. Okay, fine. I get it. Like, I'll give you a great example. Y'all need to be more like the money. And yeah, the people that don't know, yeah. the money cares. Because at the end of the day, the money don't want to be called T.I. friend. If you if you a T.I. fan, you done heard him say plenty of times when he talk about the money on interviews and stuff. The money don't want no handouts. He don't want T.I. doing no favors for him. None of that. You know, he respect his daddy, of course. He look up to his daddy, I'm sure. But he like, look, I want to get it on my own. Mm-hmm. I got it. Let, let me do it myself. I want to go out here and grind it. I want my own name. I want people to know the money not not took son because first of all that you got a bunch of sons <laughs> you got a bunch of kids so no nah, i, I want to be known for who i am and a lot of these celebrity kids can take notes from him because y'all jumping on social media bashing y'all parents or trying to embarrass y'all parents or whatever it is is going to get you absolutely nowhere because you're cutting the food over some money. Over, if you acting right, I'm pretty sure your parents wouldn't mind looking out or helping you get a connection with whatever it is that you want to do. I'm pretty sure the, the options are limitless for you. Whatever it is, even if your parent is a rapper or whatever, but I mean, that don't mean you have to be a rapper. They got connections. They know other people outside of the rap industry. So, I don't understand the point of that. But I will say this. She also sounds like she hurt. Like, it's deeper than him just taking the car back and donating it. Like, it's deeper than that. That may have been the final straw. That's what I seen. That man, no, he donated. Yeah, he donated to charity or something. Damn. I think it's, yeah. Damn, what it is. She's mad at that nigga to the car and donate. Like, man, that nigga, that nigga just take my car. He donated, man. I can't even get my shit back. So, um, but I mean, at the end of the day, we don't know the whole story. <laughs> it's always her side, Boosie's side, and the truth. Um, but th- these kids need to be more grateful because at the end of the day, y'all doing all of that and you're going to have to end up going right back to your parents. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it makes no sense at all. And like I said, you need to be very grateful. And like you were saying earlier, not just kids, there's some adults that's disrespectful to their parents and cuss their parents out and go back and forth. And y'all don't know my head is, but <laughs> keep, keep all playing with God. That, that's all I'm going to say. Keep on playing with God because at the end of the day, everybody got a story to tell, no matter if they share it or not. And I'm talking about with parents because, like a wise woman told me, shout out to Mary, we shouted out her out a couple of episodes ago, but um, you're not really mature and you're not really an adult until you realize that your parents are just people that was trying to figure it out and making it the best way that they can and that they have their own demons and own battles that they fight just like you do um so trying to embarrass them and all of that nah that ain't cool like your life gonna be hard you you gonna have struggles then people wonder why my life not going right why does not going right right i I take 10 steps forward to get not 50 steps back you may need to look at how you're treating your parents honor that mother and father that that simply just means respect them 
And if it's to the point where you can't respect them, okay, don't be around them. No, you wrong. You got your own house. You ain't. You don't have to go over there. You ain't got to go around for holidays. I wouldn't recommend that. But I mean, if that's what you got to do to keep yourself from disrespecting them, that would be my advice. Pray to God that He soften your heart and you know, give you the strength. You know, heal you, help you get over and forgive to be able to go around them. But until He's done that, if you feel like you got to cuss them out every time you have an interaction with them. You don't, you don't need to go around them. Nah. Um, and as far as kids, these teenagers trying to embarrass their parents, y'all, <laughs> y'all need help. Like, for real. Because that, that that's not going to get you anywhere. Rewind this and listen to what I just said. I'm not mother and father. I mean, if you feel like you can't respect them, go to your own house. If you are a child... <laughs> If you're still under the age of 18 and you're living in your parents' house, and if you feel like you can't respect them, stay your ass in your room. So let me share something with y'all. <laughs> when I was growing up, I lived in my room, literally. Like, that's where I was at. Um, and one, because when, well, I don't want to say as soon as they got married, but... I felt like for a little while, our house was, you know, if you need a place to stay, get yourself on your feet for a little bit, you can stay here. And I didn't like that. Because I already had a chair room with Lexus. Lexus is my oldest little sister. Um, for y'all that don't know. I don't know if I ever talked about Lexus. But anyway, um, it was bad enough I had a chair room with her. Um, because our stepbrother, BJ, he had his own room because he was a boy. But anyway, um... It was probably about two or three different people that lived with us throughout the time. And I just, I wasn't feeling it. So I stayed in my room because I always like my own space. And I've always been an introvert. But also, um, it took me a while to get to the point where I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, I can't, I can't fulfill my, my mama as far as what a husband can do. Um, so no matter if I have an issue with him or not. You know, it is what it is. That's who my mama loves. That's who makes her happy. So you have no choice but to respect that. Um, that may be a word for somebody. I don't know. Um, but as a teenager, growing up, mm, I, like I said, I was an adult by the time I realized that. And I guess it just took me growing up and being mature. But I wasn't a disrespectful 17-year-old. Well, I'm going to say 16-year-old because I moved with my grandma when I was 17. But... Um, at 16, when I was still living with my mama and my stepdaddy, because I didn't like him, I didn't disrespect him, though. Like, <laughs> no, like, I, I didn't, that was unheard of. Like, you, you're not, they don't go down in my family. That disrespect, rather, it's on social media or face-to-face, but when I was 16, Facebook and stuff wasn't even popping like that. Instagram wasn't out. Um, was that the yeah, no, no. <laughs> I tried it. My space, my, my not at 16. We was on Facebook by 16. Black Planet. But you want Black Planet? You older than me. Keep again that. Maurice was on Black Planet. I made a fake Black Planet page, but I had no business on there. But that, that's off topic. <laughs> um, but my point is. Um, I, I never disrespected my stepdaddy, like as far as cussing him out or nothing like that. 
Um, and also, I'm just thinking to myself. So that's my advice. If you can't respect your parents, stay in your own house, or if you're living with them, I guess, stay in your room. I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, or if you have a parent that isn't stuck in an old school mindset and feel like a child can't talk to them, maybe try sitting down and talking to your parents. Not when you're still angry and upset um, about whatever it is, but after you done calm down, maybe it's the next day or the day after that or the weekend, whatever. But, you know, when stuff not calm down or whatever, go and talk to them with a level head. Don't raise your voice. None of that. And this ain't good for kids. This is for adults, too. Don't raise your voice. Um, try your best not to have no messed up tone or messed up energy. Pray before you go. Um, or if you feel like you can't talk to them, um, send them a text message, write them a letter. Do something, do anything that you got to do to gain your own peace. Yeah. Because I'm trying to tell y'all that, that disrespecting your parents and all that stuff, you ain't doing nothing but hurting yourself. Um, and you'll see it in your life. So, um, speaking of... Kids, let's talk about this uh, report about the toddler on the highway. Man, give me some information, man. Let it let me and the people know what's going on with this missing toddler. Oh, okay, with <laughs> missing toddler. First of all, I wonder what's fucking missing toddler. <laughs> the green air, bro. Carlithia, they call her Carly Russell. She done said that uh she seen the missing toddler on the side of the interstate and well allegedly see everything I'm finna say is allegedly. Everything is allegedly. Allegedly she seen the toddler. She got out and somebody abducted her and put her in forty-eight hours later, she walked back up to her people friend though. And said that she fought for her life for 48 hours to get away from the kidnappers and her adopters. <laughs> but, you know, I'm on uh, I'm on Facebook and I fought with this uh this one particular hip hop group. They got a um lot of different niggas in it from different parts of the country. You got niggas from a couple niggas from uh, this area. You got some niggas that's from uh Chicago, some niggas that's from Cali, you know, you got some niggas that's from uh Florida, nigga that's from Michigan. Then you got these niggas, you got a couple motherfuckers that's from Birmingham, Alabama. And for the people that don't know, Hoover is like a little town within Birmingham, Alabama. Y'all gotta forget QB, she got thirsty straight to get us some uh apple juice. Y'all probably head back there and back. But um she uh Hoover's like like I said is a little town within Birmingham, Alabama. Like I said, these folks in this hip-hop group, they from Birmingham, Alabama. So they've been hitting us with little little inside shit. And from what I've been reading, they saying that this motherfucker really lied. They said at first that she lied because she just wanted to get away. She wanted to get a break. Then they said that she called, she really got a break 
away from her boyfriend and she had met up with somebody else at the red roof inn and the police got footage of her checking in at the red roof inn and once uh, uh once they showed the footage of her car on the side of the interstate pulling over that's when she called her people from the red roof inn and let them know hey look i'm all right tell the police i'm good and the people told her well bitch you need to come home and show us this they said that uh, all of us mean, everything I'm saying is allegedly now. Everything is allegedly from since we started talking about her up until now. Everything is still allegedly from now up until I get finished with this shit. Facebook investigation is what allegedly means. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, they said that uh, as she's walking back to her people's house, going through the neighborhood. Uh, the rain bed cameras pick her up off of past people's houses. It said that, you know, about a mile to a half mile away from my house, she's walking normally. You know, arms beside her, walking like a normal person would. But it said the closer that she got to her family's home, the, the more that she started to, you know, kind of sort of run at a little pace and railing her arms in the air, acting like, you know, a damsel in distress, I guess you could say. Or, or better yet, like uh, one of them, one of the air men that be in the car lot to get people attention. You know, one of them running and see she when she got oh oh oh, oh so scared all. So uh, eventually, you know, she made it to a people house. You know, but what's crazy is I ain't never known for first of all. If somebody did kidnap her, these was some fucking beginners. These was some really kidnappers. I ain't never known for nobody in real life to escape a kidnapper that quickly in 48 hours. First and foremost, uh, if you was really getting kidnapped, I would think that you would be out of the area within the first 24 hours. Um, secondly, if the kidnappers did decide to let you go, Bitch, that mean your pussy went what the fuck. So, either way, oh, this is some bullshit story. So, this, like everybody saying online, this bitch is starting to look more and more like the female Justice Smollett. Well, I just, I don't understand the point of lying like that. Like, but she wanted to get away. Yeah, but she didn't have to tell that dramatic of a lie where you calling the police and all of that stuff. And like we say, allegedly, we don't know, but. The cops on Red Roof, if they got you on footage at Red Roof Inn. Yeah, they said they got her on footage checking in at the Red Roof Inn. Yeah, and then you want people ring doorbell. And if you just want to cheat on your boyfriend, I just don't understand why you had to go to that, why she had to go to that extreme. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Or just break up with the man unless she was a psycho. But I really wish people would stop. No, I, I'm even like, that's a cry out for attention. If she, she was a psycho, she could have just called the police and say, hey, look, this nigga beat my ass. Well, no, that's not always the case because I know of somebody that was. <laughs> I know of somebody that was with a psycho. And they called the police. But the police didn't believe and they ended up catching the psycho in their apartment. And it wasn't a pleasant surprise what they walked in. This man had made a key. Are you talking about the oil spot? 
This man made a <laughs> So, um, yeah. The oil stain. Um, yeah, people don't. But, um, Talking about Alan 22 and Lena, the plug. That's what we're talking about. Um, they were they two porn stars and they used to do pornos together. They always did doing together, and you know they married each other. And um, this was her first time. This was once they, you know, like I said, they always did porn together. And you know, uh, when you say always did porn together, you mean they always only did porn scenes with each other, yeah? Like no extra person, just them, yeah, and it was always like that. That's how they met. I don't know, I don't know how they met, I know they only did shots with each other and they married each other, okay? You think you're right? And uh, but I think I ain't, I, don't, I ain't watch this shit, you know, so I ain't like the fan or nothing. But um, Lena the plug, she had a scene with uh, this other guy for the first time, and it was a nigga, and you know, she they he categorized up under the BBC, you know, the, the big black cop, and he fucked it. So that's a white woman. Yeah, it's a white woman. Her husband white. Yeah. Okay. Continue. So these, this is a white couple, and uh, and you know he fucked, and they basically had like a, a post fuck interview, like a post game interview. This is some new shit now. I ain't never known for them to do this shit until twenty twenty three. But um, the interviewer was asking him like, "Do you think you fucked her better than Adam twenty two? He was like, "Well, duh. You seen how she was acting? It was like, it was like uh, it might be better between them because it's love, there, but." Like the actual feeling again, fucked. Of course, I fucked up better than he can. And he was like, uh, a pussy, and she, she even said her pussy was getting stretched, and it took her like four days for her pussy to get back normal. And after 22, he even said the pussy didn't feel right for about four days. So, uh, he said that while he fucking her and he stretching her pussy out, his dick get normal. He fucking her raw. He said that his dick get numb and he don't even feel himself nagging. So basically, they have a cream pie scene. And for those, I hope y'all know where the cream pie scene is. For those of y'all that don't know where the cream pie scene is. I hope y'all don't have y'all kids in the car. If you do, just turn it off. Yeah, turn it off real quick. You already done said, but continue. A, a cream pie scene is when a man net in a woman's pussy. 
and you know, is like that's it. He just nut in a pussy, and he did that. And she started playing with it. Now she, you know, grabbed somebody, put it in her mouth, licking with it, playing with it, rubbing it on her, and all that kind of shit, going crazy with it. And like I said, uh, he did the black dude. His name, I think, his name Justin Love. I think that's what his name is. But um, he did the interview and shit. And I guess Adam Twenty Two didn't like that. So, first of all, Adam 22, he gave his wife a fucking Lambo truck for having a get his, her first BBC scene. He gave her a Lambo truck for that. And then he came out and he was like, hey, yo, just love. You got to stop talking this shit. He was like, uh, because uh, he said, you got to watch how you moving around in these LA streets because I got connects. And he was like, goddamn, too. I got them exposed your ass, and you know what the fuck I'm talking about. He was like, and three, you blacklisted from ever fucking my wife again. To blacklist a man from fucking your wife ever again is wild as fuck. I don't give a fuck if she is a porn star. Just to let them type of words come out your mouth. You are blacklisted from ever fucking my wife again. My nigga, what type of life are you living? I can't speak because I ain't no swanker. We ain't no swanker, Brian Hill. So mm-hmm. I ain't nobody a dick going off of my wife and me. Mm-hmm. So I could I couldn't imagine even letting them words formulate in my mind to say to another man about my wife. That shit just don't sound right, man. Some some shit just stupid to me. And that's stupid to even think like that. But I mean, hey, I ain't white. You know, I'm black, and, and I ain't rich yet. So even when I get rich, I ain't going to have no type of problems because I don't think like that. You know, first of all, I have questions because, first of all, what I don't understand is, okay, both of you were doing porn before you got married, and I'm just going to say, we don't know these people, but in my mind, I feel like they probably met through the porn industry. Um, maybe they, or maybe not, maybe they were boyfriend, girlfriend, and they just started doing porn together. I don't know. But what gets me is, all the time you've been doing porn, you've only been doing porn together. Then, when you get married, and you do it the right way, in my eyes, and the people that think like me, when you get God involved, then you say, oh, no, forget that. Now I want to go start doing scenes with other people. I don't want to do scenes with my now husband, even though before he was my husband, that's the only person I would do scenes with. Now I, you know, I want to go do scenes with somebody else. Yeah, I mean, now, like, it kind of almost on some, like, you trying to pimp her out type shit. Yeah, like, that is very confusing to me because, first of all, my mind. If I'm a man, I ain't got to be no man. Even as a woman, if me and you were together, I'm not marrying a porn star. I'm not. And even if I do decide to marry a porn star, it's going to be a delivered porn star. First of all, I'm going to know you don't have any uh, diseases or nothing like that. And second of all, you're not going back to porn. You did marry a porn star. No, I didn't. I did porn star. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> um, 
even if I was the married porn star, you retired. Like, you out the game, bro. That, that not make sense. And I'm pretty sure for most men, even if they decided to marry a porn star, you telling me you not going to make her retire? You telling me you're comfortable with her going back to quote-unquote work? Yeah. I mean... It's other things you can go do. Because if you want to be a wife, that, that don't mix. If you want to be a husband, that don't mix. I don't care yeah. what you say. You That's that. not going to work. Do you remember Pinky? Yeah. You know, Pinky, baby daddy, or maybe a boyfriend, husband, something, some shit like that. It was some significant other. He used to record her. He was the nigga that was actually filming all of her scenes. Are they still together? I don't know. Probably not. I don't, I mean, shit, Pinky built like the fucking refrigerator now, so nothing about the chick for her. I don't even know. Probably not, but my thing is, that's, <laughs> that's crazy and blacklisted so i guess what pissed him off it didn't piss him off that he had sex with his wife yeah, it was the comments that he made i'm sorry but sir that was just dumb then you rewarded her for it yeah you want to buy her a lambo truck for um, busting it wide open for another man. That's just busting though. You let he said they got that. Why did he kiss her? He said that was the, he said he didn't want her to kiss another man. But he you want her and, to put that in the I think it was it was it was it was too stupid like no kissing and I think no facials, but still she sucked this motherfucking dick. And she got down, took his goddamn neck after he met it in her pussy and put it in her mouth. Man, she probably pregnant. I hope this bitch took a plan B. I hope they ain't legal in his goddamn state. I'm mm-hmm. in Cali. I don't know where the fuck they is, but I hope plan B ain't illegal out there. She took a plan B. Because the night they finna fuck around and have a goddamn little child, a little goddamn peanut butter baby soon. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the crazy world that we live in. This shit crazy as fuck, man. Hey, man, it's a lyric that Big Chris said on a song called 2000 and Beyond. It came out on uh, on uh, Critics Hill, where Crit was here. It was back there. I don't know. It came out back in like 2009, 2010. But on the song, the nigga say, ain't it crazy? Scared to have a baby. I cannot protect it from the same street that made me a concrete gladiator. Man, I always thought this shit was crazy because, you know, she, like he's ain't it crazy? I'm scared to have a baby. How can I protect it from the same streets that made me? What he's saying, like, it's, it's pretty, you know, self-explanatory what the fuck he's saying, but it's real shit. Like, shit, motherfuckers really be scared to have a baby. Like, hell, I'm, all the time, folks be like, why you ain't got no kids? See, why you ain't got no kids? I'm like, shit, nigga, I'm nervous. I'm scared to have a kid. How the fuck am I gonna bring a child in the world to try to explain some shit that I can't, I don't even fucking understand. So, you know, it's just crazy that fucking world we live in, man. Like, too much dumb shit going on. Yeah. Well, yeah, we gonna wrap it on up. It's 12, 13 a.m. and we got to go to work in the morning, but we wanted the episode to be out early Wednesday, so you're welcome. It's called dedication.
Uh, work plus patience. Y'all motherfuckers better like this shit. Share it. Tell y'all people. I was going to say, I don't think they can like it, but they can rate it. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you can scroll, go to the show's homepage, scroll and hit the star. If you're on podcasts, podcasts. See, I'm sleepy. It's time to go. If you're on Spotify, you can um. Do the same thing. Go to the page and scroll down and hit the stars for the rating. Like, do the ratings on the show if you enjoy it. Um, why are you telling me to hold up? Because I'm saying if you can do the same thing on Google. Well, you, I'm pretty sure you can, but if they'll figure it out. If they listen to it right where they know where to go. Yeah, I gotta do y'all thing, man. All right. So, we appreciate y'all for vibing with Mr. and Mrs. H. We are.